is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. This is Pastor Rob Chambers of Reedtown Community Church in Newport, Tennessee. It is our earnest hope and prayer that something will be said or done through word or song that will be a blessing to your heart. Good to see everyone out this way this morning. Good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. Amen. Good to feel the Spirit of God. Turn in Matthew chapter 18 this morning. Reading the first ten verses. Following the prompting of the Holy Spirit. When... Uh, First part of the week, and I've sat down, and the Lord impressed this upon my heart. It never even occurred to me that today was Youth Sunday. Uh, never put the two together until I was sitting there this morning. But it's appropriate. God's message to His children this morning. Beginning with the first verse of the 18th chapter. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, Except ye be converted, and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe unto the world because of offenses. For it must needs be that offenses come, but woe to that man by whom the offense cometh. Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire. Take heed that ye despise not one of these little ones. For I say unto you that in heaven... Their angels do always behold the face of my Father, which is in heaven. For just a few moments this morning, with the help of the Holy Spirit, looking again at the third verse, become as little children. It's obvious as you look at your Bible this morning, that's red print. The entire book, the entire Bible, is the Word of God. It should be taken as such. It should be taken as the literal will and Word of God into our heart. And it says that we're supposed to write it on the tablets of our heart so that it could lead us and guide us throughout life. But these words in red, we need to pay, pay extra, extra special attention. These are the words of our Master. These are the words of our Lord. These are the words, if you and I have any intention whatsoever of entering into the kingdom of heaven and spending eternity with Jesus and God, these are words that you and I, without exception, 
without hesitation, must take and apply to our lives without reservation. These are the words of Christ. Except ye become as a little child, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. What does he mean, become as a little child? Rather important that we catch that, isn't it? He said we have to do it. So we need to know what he's talking about. We've got to become as little children. Does that mean running around everywhere with no cares at all, no worries at all, just running and playing all the time? That's not what he meant, but I tell you what, we've got that part of it down. That's not what Jesus meant, but we can do that. We can do that. We've got the part of being little children down pat when it comes to pouting, when it comes to whining, when we don't get our own way, when things don't go the way we want to. We've got that part down. We can act like a little child in that regard. We can act like a little child when we throw our temper tantrums. You know, a child doesn't get his way, he'll stub up and pout and cry and scream and kick and stomp and spit. I've seen them, you've seen them in the stores, they want a toy, mom or dad won't buy them a toy and they just lay down on the floor and kick and scream. I never recall throwing a temper tantrum in my life, probably because if I did, I'd have been knocked senseless. The concussion would have covered up the memory. There are two ways you can deal with a temper tantrum. You can whip the child or you can ignore the child. I guarantee you one thing. God won't ignore it. God will not ignore a temper tantrum. Little children have the act of saying no down pat, don't they? Parents, you know what I'm talking about. We've got that down too. We've got that. No, I won't do that. No, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not going to submit to that. No, Lord. No, Lord. No, I'm not going to do that. We're emulating the wrong characteristics of children, church. We're not taking Christ's word for what he said. A little child, you ask him, did you do this? Did you do that? Did you see what happened? No. No. They can lie. They can lie with ease. It's one of the easiest things for a human being to do is lie. I know, I'm human. It's easy to tell a lie. It's hard to get forgiveness for it. But it's easy to do. These characteristics we've just mentioned, what are they? They're acts of defiance. They're acts of rebellion. When we rebel, when we defy God's word, we're not becoming as little children as Jesus said. We're acting like children. We're acting like a child. 
But that's not what Jesus meant. He said you have to become as a little child, not act like one. What did he mean? You see a little baby and you're holding it in your arms and you look at it. What's the one thing you think of? Innocence. Innocence. Sweet, precious innocence. The Bible tells us that when a man is born, man or woman, when they're born, they're born into a world of sin. They're born under the curse that was applied to Adam. They are born with sin and iniquity on their head. Does that baby know sin? That baby is born into sin. It's born with iniquity on its head. But that baby's innocent. That baby doesn't know right from wrong. That baby wouldn't know sin if it saw it. It will eventually learn it. And it won't take very long. But that child, when it's small like that, is innocent. Children love unconditionally. They love without question. They trust unconditionally. They'll have faith. The, the twins back there, uh, uh, Nathan and Lathan, Lucas and Logan. I could go back there right now, Lucas, and I could tell Lucas that this moon is made of Swiss cheese. He'll believe me. He trusts me. He trusts adults. Why do you think we have to teach our children not to trust strangers? Not to take candy from strangers. Not to talk to strangers. Because a child has an inborn trust and innocence. They'll believe what they're told. Now as they get a little bit older, and you get about Chandler and Liv and Alex, Ariel's age, they get a little bit older. You can't quite tell them as much and need them to believe it. They'll hesitate just a little. There's still the trust, there's still the love, but there's, there's just a little hesitation. Just a little. As they get older, Abigail, Madison's age, Autumn's age, it gets harder and harder to get them to listen to you. Sometimes I think my children don't believe me when I tell them if they don't quit or do something, I'm going to punish them. Because they keep right on. They don't believe as much anymore. When they were just little, I could tell them, if you don't sit down and be quiet, I'm going to spank you. And they'd sit down and shut up in a heartbeat. As they get older, they don't do that. You get up in the high school years. My Tyler, Tyler Mantooth, Kelsey, Ashley. It don't matter what mom and daddy says, they're wrong. It don't matter what the topic is. It don't matter what the situation is. They don't have a clue what they're talking about. They're wrong. I'm right. That's how we get with God. That's how we get with God. We lose the innocence. We lose the trust. We lose the faith. We start showing the bad attributes instead of the good characteristics of children that Jesus said we must have to get into heaven. Somewhere in there between birth, as a child gets older, There's a line that's crossed. Somewhere, I don't know where it is, 
You don't know where it is. God knows where it is. There's an age of accountability that an individual comes to when they know right from wrong, when they know sin from good. The Bible says so. Go to Isaiah chapter 7. Isaiah chapter 7, verses 14 and 16. Go with me. Don't believe me. Don't take my word for it. Isaiah 7, 14 and 16. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Butter and honey shall he eat that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. For before the child shall know to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land that thou abhorrest shall be taken of both her kings. Talking about this is a, this is a uh, prediction. This is a prophecy of Jesus' birth, born of a virgin. But it says he's going to be raised on butter and honey. Why was a child fed butter and honey? To be, so it would grow strong physically. And it also talked about that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. Teach him right from wrong. As the child grows, we're supposed to bring him up in the fear and admonition of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're supposed to be taught the Word of God. So that when they reach the age, they will be able to determine good from evil. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 19. Further proof. Deuteronomy chapter 1. Go to verse 37. Also the Lord was angry with me for your sake, saying, Thou shalt not go in thither. But Joshua the son of Nun, which standeth before thee, he shall go in thither. Encourage him, for she shall cause Israel to inherit it. Moreover, your little ones, which ye said should be a prey, and your children, which in that day had no knowledge between good and evil, they shall go in thither. And unto them will I give it, and they shall possess it. Your children who didn't know good from evil, Israel, they'll go into the promised land. You who know better, you who know right from wrong, good from evil, you're not going. You're not going. You knew to choose the good and to reject the evil, but you disobeyed me. Your children, the little ones who didn't know the difference, they'll go in. What we have to realize and come to understand is how we become a child again. How do we become a child again? We all know we've done things wrong in our life. We all know that we've made mistakes. We've made the wrong choice. We've sinned. We know that. We realize that. How do we become a child again? Well, Nicodemus, it's simple, Jesus says. John chapter 3, verse 3. Except a man be born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. You must be saved, Jesus said. Remember when we were studying the book of John? Nicodemus, one of the rulers, he came to Jesus at night because he was scared of what might happen. And he questioned him, he said, how, how, how can we be saved, Lord? And Jesus said, you must be born again. Nicodemus said, how, how can I enter again a second time into my mother's womb? How can I be born a second time? Jesus said, I'm not talking about the physical, I'm talking about the spiritual. It is possible spiritually 
for a man to be born a second time. Jesus said it was to be born again. To be washed in the blood. To have all sin washed away and cast aside. When that sin is gone, what's left? Holiness. Innocence. The innocence that's there at birth. Because it's washed away, we don't know sin anymore. Innocence is the absence of sin. Innocence is the absence of the knowledge of sin. You and I, as we grew older, we began to know what sin is. We began to dabble in it. We experienced it. We live in a world of it. We are without the innocence that's required for us to get into heaven unless we're born again, washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Maybe here this morning, and you're backslidden. You've been saved. You've become as a little child, just like Jesus said. But the sin crept back in. You lost that innocence. You began to taste the forbidden things that God said we're supposed to separate ourselves from. How do you find a thing? You can't be, you can't be saved twice. How, how, do you, how do you restore the innocence? Revelations chapter 2, verse 5. Do the first work. Do the first work. What is the first work? Right before that in the same verse. Repent! 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 How were you saved the first time? You heard the Word of God. The Holy Spirit moved. Conviction fell. Your heart was broken. And you repented. You were heartfully sorrow. That's what repentance means. Your heart was broken. You were sorry that you'd done the things that you'd done. And you made a pledge that you'd never do it again. And you meant it. Do your first works. Do the first works. Repent. Repent. First John chapter 1. We have an advocate with the Father. We have an advocate. We have a helper, the Father being God, the advocate being Jesus Christ. John said, I don't want you to sin. I'm telling you this so you don't sin. But if you do, he said, we have made arrangements for that. Repent. Repent. Confess. Repent of your sins. And God is faithful and just to forgive you of all unrighteousness. Except you become as little children. Little children. You ever seen children fight? Get in a squabble? How long does it last? Five minutes. Ten minutes later they're hugging each other's neck, kissing all over one another. Not so with us. Not so with us. Years, decades, we'll carry something. What's the Word of God say? I'm not giving you my opinion. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what the Word of God says.
because I want to spend eternity in heaven with each and every one of you. Except we become as little children and we lay aside all malice, envy, bickering, strife, all contention, all worry, all hate, animosity, until we become as a little child and innocent in God's eyes, we can't get into heaven. Think about that for just a moment. Think about that. Don't just hear what I'm telling you. Think about that. Cannot get in to heaven. There's not an option to just stay here on earth. If you cannot get into heaven, the other alternative is hell. For eternity. Death without end. Pain unceasing. Fire unquenchable. I don't know about you. But whatever it takes to get me into heaven. Whatever it takes to get me into heaven. I don't want to go to the other place, but I want to spend eternity with my Lord more. Whatever it takes. Swallowing pride. Whatever it is, I'll lay it all down. I'll give it all up. If it comes to where I have to move off on the side of a mountain, just me, I'm going to heaven. I'm going to heaven. But I want everyone to go with me. I want my family to go. I want my church to go. I want my neighbors to go. I want the community to go. I want the world to go to heaven with us. But one of the things we've got to do is to become a little child. As they come to the piano this morning, I want to ask you this question. Are you a little child at heart? Is there anything... Anything, 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 anything in your heart this morning that is unchildlike. If it is, we've got to lay it down. We've got to put it off. We've got to become as a little child. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ, you must be saved. You must be washed in the blood of the Lamb. If you're backslidden this morning, you've got to do the first work. You've got to repent. You're sitting here this morning, you say, I'm a Christian. I've got no problems. That's between you and God. That's between you and God. But I urge you, if just the twins of the feelings are coming up, take them to Jesus. If there's a situation you're about to encounter that may lead to something, take it to Jesus. Take your future to Jesus. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We may walk right into a situation where we're we're forced to make some kind of decision that we're not equipped for right now. 
As we stand this morning. Come. Become as a little child in God's eyes. We hope that you've enjoyed our podcast presentation. If you would like more information about the church or any additional podcast, please join us on the web at www.reedtowncommunitychurchpodcast.blogspot.com. That's spelled R-E-I-D-T-O-W-N communitychurchpodcast.blogspot.com. Thank you and God bless.